0: home after I tried to order food twice from two different restaurants. Mm. And I was really disappointed with both restaurants. Like they none of their staff were wearing masks. Ew. Yeah. One guy I was so checked out from work. So like you know when it's like Friday and you're very checked out and you're like I'm just gonna do what I need to do before I go home, situate myself and just stay relaxed right yes but when i walked in like i ordered food and then i paid for it and then like it dawned on me like halfway driving home i went that guy wasn't wearing a mask that guy wasn't wearing gloves no that guy wasn't taking any pandemic safety measures at all for his business and i was i was upset so i was like okay i'm gonna call up another restaurant and pre-order their food because it's like, it's already too late. Like, I can't go back and ask for a refund, right? The best I can do is just like post a bad review. I go, I, I pre order from another restaurant and they're like, yeah, your food should be done in like 15 minutes. I'm like, great. I go to the restaurant and I peek in the kitchen and I see the, the person at the front. Like they had COVID social distancing set up so they knew that they were supposed to have social distancing and they were supposed to com- have a they were supposed to comply with Santa Clara Sta- Santa Clara County standards for mm-hmm. serving food but no one was wearing a mask again. And I'm just fuming cuz I'm like why do you guys think when you're serving and maybe this is like my first per- like my first world problem but it's like I'm really trying my best to like support local businesses and keep it local with the restaurants like that's been my whole thing because they're the ones who are the most impacted right
1: I mean I feel like at this point it's not really a first world problem this is a global pandemic you know our whole country literally shut down yeah and the only reason why we are reopening is because we are supposed to be following stricter standards for everybody's health I don't think it's unreasonable if you are in a field that is going to be interacting with a lot of the population, especially like uh, I've worked in food service before and generally you should be adhering to a lot of these standards anyway. Yeah. Wearing gloves some places. Sure. The masks are kind of new, but you know, hair nets, you know, just, you're supposed to have, you know, overall just the more like general awareness for cleanliness, especially when you're dealing with, Food, you're gonna give other people, like that's just insane. In these days, that you wouldn't even just take the basic precautions.
0: Yeah, and you're supposed to be compliant, right? So in Santa Clara County, like they're sending out emails to everyone saying, like these are the steps that you need to do to be COVID prepared. And it was just so unbelievable. So I actually asked that restaurant for a refund, and I said, "Hey guys, I'm sorry. I love dining here, but." not wearing a mask and I can't eat this food and they're like well we're compliant and they're like well we've been sanitizing our whole restaurant I'm like yeah I know but you know what the most important thing is is this mask like this is the most important thing and they're like oh I'm sorry so they gave me the refund but I was like my peace of mind was disrupted dude (laughs) like it's not supposed to be about me but it's like I
1: don't know. I just, but I'm going to make it about me. I'm going
0: to make it about me. No.
1: <laughs> don't spit in my food. Yeah. And
0: like I said, like I've been vouching, I've been feeling really bad for like, you know, local businesses who've been the most impacted by this whole pandemic. Right. Like they places that were dependent on outdoor, like their indoor and their outdoor seating, their employees, or I mean, their staff and, like having like the numbers to, to continue their business. Like I felt bad. I was like, man, everyone's going to default to all these fast food chains because it's quick and easy. Um, But, and then also like with the novelty of having this restaurant, it's so local and it's, you know, supporting and keeping the cash in within the city. But it's like, if you're not complying, like, then it's like, why, what during your day today made you think like, Oh, we're the exception. We're not allowed to work. We're not going to wear masks. Like we're the exception. Yeah. Like this is, this is a global. Like I remember at the beginning of all this in February that we're just like, wash your fucking hands. It's not that big of a deal, but then it turned into a big deal.
1: And then it turned into um, not only wash your hands, but cover your face,
0: wear a mask. It's not
1: just important for your safety, but for other people's safety yeah and then it was like and also don't touch your face and then also people needed to learn about protocols with gloves because you saw a lot of people wearing gloves but then they were just touching everything with the same gloves and then yeah like we went all we went
0: over this
1: but everyone's gone over this everyone So
0: yeah, I was, I was a little bit sad. So I kind of had like a sad meal where, you know, when your taste buds are getting ready for the meal that you've ordered and oh. then like you, something wrong happens and then you're like, okay, I'll just eat. I'll just whip something quick together in my freezer. Like no ifs, ands, or buts, but, and so like, that's holding me over, but I'm still kind of sad. Cause I'm like, that was disappointing. I still want other food, but I don't want to go grocery shopping. I'm feeling really lazy. It's Friday. <laughs> I'm just like I I just wanted to be relaxed man and have have a good time with my good old girl Kylie
1: yeah did you so what was what was your sad meal
0: oh it was it was vegan quesadillas
1: elaborate your vegan (laughs) quesadillas ma'am see how your lips quivered (laughs) it was so skeptical i was like well okay what 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 is in your quesadilla um you know it's like chicken quesadillas or like you know oh no it wasn't full-blown someone time. says vegan quesadillas you really <laughs> have to wonder like so what the fuck did you put in your quesadilla
0: <laughs> it was morningstar star crumbles and and cheese like vegan cheese and mm. vegan cheese does not taste good when it's, <laughs> when it's period <laughs>
1: you just end that sentence right there. Vegan cheese does not taste
0: good. Vegan cheese only tastes good when it's melted and in like very like small quantities. Like whatever these vegan restaurants are doing to to make their cheese taste better is not the same as the store bought cheese. That that is they're lying
1: to you. That's not actually vegan
0: cheese. So vegan American cheese is so superior to regular american cheese
1: (laughs) well okay i don't think that's saying much (laughs) because all i could think of was that like big ass block (laughs) american (laughs) cheese or like the uh the american cheese slices yeah come in a little plastic wrap
0: yeah the little plastic sleeves it comes in its own little condom wrap yeah Yeah.
1: last forever
0: yeah. Um it
1: it does get to a point
0: where it doesn't melt though. Sad. Yeah, yeah. I've experienced this firsthand, like where I try to unwrap one and put it on a piece of bread and make a grilled cheese when I was a kid. I'm like, why isn't it melting? It just it was just a plastic slab that just wouldn't melt. And I was
1: like, there's no point to this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's a real fond don't.
0: It's a real fond don't. This is yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> cheesy. Wow. You're welcome. Wow,
0: that was Gouda. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. It's very Gouda of you. You're almost a monst- monster. Have <laughs> it. Uh, you want to get started?
1: Yeah, when we're not started. <laughs> not the intro. Well,
0: I was recording the whole time, so we got some good shit. Uh, welcome back to someday this will not become don't cast and drive
1: yes (laughs) Um, that's
0: still in the works but we're gonna call it don't cast and drive today welcome back to don't cast and drive this is your girl sometimes v
1: and yo this is me kylie too smart what it do
0: uh we are on another zoom zoom pandemic call um keeping it safe more than six feet we'll actually cross town feet
1: Sorry, I just heard um, E40's new song. Then he's like, Bruh.
0: Shut up. Shut
1: <laughs> yes, up. Shut man. Up. Um, all he wants is six feet and one ounce of space. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, he's talking all about like social distancing. It is. Shut up. Fire, man. Straight fire. Oh, no. Oh, my Please. God. Please. It is so good. Is it called Uh oh, Uh oh? Oh, my God. Uh, now I gotta look it up too. What?
0: Oh, else? oh give me six feet. Oh, give yes, me- give me six
1: feet, bam, and an ounce of space.
0: Oh, I'm adding this to the library. Jesus,
1: oh, lie, bitch! Don't sneeze in my, in my area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, area, uh.
0: Bay Area. Get out of my Bay Area.
1: Get out of my Bay Area.
0: was here
1: I need six feet. an ounce six feet. of space. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, this makes me so happy. <laughs> Doesn't
1: it? This is the highlight of my day, I tell you what.
0: Oh my God, I he hasn't released, really, I don't think he's released anything. Well, I'm sorry. I think I'm so stuck on my ghetto report card like because that was such a good album that I don't know what else he's
1: done. He's like, I'm stuck in the early 2000s, uh, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who went to high school with his son. It was Ooh, pretty great, yeah. He lives near Dublin somewhere. Dublin,
1: Dublin, yeah, not Dublin, Ireland.
0: (laughs) Oh, that makes me so happy! I'm so I'm so listening. You're
1: welcome. (laughs) This this makes up for the vegan cheese.
0: Oh, it does Uh, the vegan American cheese, government cheese.
1: (laughs) That government cheese.
0: Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, Yeah, guys, like. I you know now I'm gonna start advocating people to just go pick up their own food like because that's just too much I even I
1: even thought about door dashing um I, thought- I will tell you my tragic first world issue oh yeah do it I ordered from BJ's <laughs> last night and they delivered it to the wrong apartment no and I was like, they had the nerve to send me a picture of the wrong goddamn door.
0: <laughs> no,
1: but it's okay. I reordered from Nick the Greek and all was, all was well with the world.
0: Yeah. Well, did you report it?
1: Yes. Good. Absolutely. They got zero stars.
0: What did you order from BJ's?
1: Um, I want to say it was through Uber Eats. No, no, but what did you order? Did you what was? The- oh, what did I order? I ordered ooh a bison burger. She says oh. to the vegan, <laughs> "I ordered a barbecue bison burger."
0: Okay, but listen, their their brew house meatballs are really good. Mm, meatballs, and you know it's really weird. Their pasta that they make, or the uh their spaghetti that they serve, which I always tell everyone that pasta that spaghetti is just savory dessert. Because it's so filling and kind of bad for you, but it's so good. <laughs> um, their spaghetti tastes like day-old spaghetti. So it's like the perfect spaghetti. But then you're like, this restaurant is serving day-old spaghetti. It's spaghetti that tastes day-old.
1: Yeah, it's because mom had to make it in the back, you know. She'd been working overnight.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's exactly what happened.
0: What'd you get at Nick the Greek?
1: Oh, I got um Nick the Greek fries.
0: Oh, Greek fries are good.
1: Yeah. That feta.
0: That feta.
1: Mm-hmm. feta.
0: Um yeah, I'm sorry about your tragic food problem. Yeah, I think I'm I think going forward from here I'm gonna I'm just gonna have to like bite bite my tongue and like actually go into restaurants and pick up the food because like I, I've lost all trust.
1: You can just <laughs> turn into a whole ass rabbit and just eat raw.
0: Yeah, or I can just cook, but I didn't want to cook today. I'm nope. so tired. It's Friday. I'm so tired. I need Any- a nap. Yeah. Anywho, um, let's go on to talking about Do we want to get into this now? I think we should get into this now. I'm so mad.
1: Let's get into it. Furious. Yeah, so, as
0: we all know, it's been about three weeks worth of of protests. Um, Black Lives Matter. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Happy Juneteenth. Happy happy Black Independence Day. We are free. We are free. Ish. Well, yeah, it took, yeah, it took a second. Um, there is still systemic racism in our, in our communities and our country. Although we are free, there's a lot of white power that tries to keep us down. So we are still fighting for equality, equity, love. Basically, we just wanna be viewed as human, you know? That's all we're asking. Like, we're not asking, for these protests, it's like so many people get so upset, they're like, or not so many people, but the people who get upset over these protests are like, this is not the way to, this is not the way to do this. Right. <laughs> and these
1: are the same people that want to forget all about the goddamn Boston Tea Party. Like, did you not forget this whole country it's pretty much founded on a big old protest? Oh, no. I threw
0: tea in the ocean. It's over. It's over. Okay. You can have your country because of the tea. <laughs> no. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <Never. laughs> but.
0: Sorry, that's what happens. When American school systems teach you history. That's all I know. That's
1: all all like I some know. tea, some tea went over the boat. No, so basically, is um this a protest against unfair taxes? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I know. and so tea is expensive back in the day because they had to go to India to get their shit. <laughs> mm. And then, you know, to have people survive on a boat to bring it all the way over. So it's, uh, you know, quite a bit of money, money that they destroyed to get their point across. Mm -hmm. So I think it's funny that all these people are like, oh, well, you know, you shouldn't be destroying property, which uh, a lot of those people that are destroying and damaging property are not even with the Black Lives Matter movement to begin with. These are people that are just instigating and taking advantage of the situation. I've seen so many like demonstrations that were peaceful before, either the police started instigating violence or out- other people, outside influences who were just coming in and taking advantage. Like, <sighs> I don't even you know who to was to do with the, the whole
0: time. You want to know who was really peaceful while they're protesting? You want to know? You know what's kind of crazy about that guy? He died literally literally a year after my mom was born. You know who was a peaceful protester? Martin Luther King was a peaceful protester. He wasn't trying to instigate shit with anybody. He was just saying, hey, we're here and we just want freedom. And they (laughs) shot his ass anyway. So like, it's like one of those things that's like, it doesn't matter how peaceful we're being. Like there was a lot of peaceful people during, which we'll talk about later during, a, a, a city council meeting that I was listening in on, and I actually participated a little bit in. And we were just saying, We're fed up and we're upset, uh, and we tr- try to comply, but we still got te- tear gassed. We still got hit by rubber bullets. What more do you want us to say? We're all fucking upset. So, what's the next step? Everyone's gonna, of course, fucking loot everybody. Everyone's gonna loot because it's like, okay, if we're not getting the point across, you know how toddlers get their point across, they start destroying shit. So we're going to do the same thing. So then that way people are like, wait, why are there things being destroyed? Get perspective and see, like, we left y'all alone and now we're going to get you involved by destroying your shit. So figure it out.
1: Literally get your shit together.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Sorry. I just, I, I don't like Hearing small businesses get looted, going back to the whole thing, like, I don't like hearing small businesses fucking up. But also, like, at the same time, like, this is the whole argument. Those things can be replaced. You know, it can't be replaced, which is the ongoing, like, meme, not meme, but it's the viral statement. Property can be replaced, but not human lives.
1: Yes, I've been seeing a lot of memes like that too. It's like, um, if you care more about property than human lives, then you're the problem.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's all of that. It's like, you can't, that, that fucking cop was on that guy's neck for I think eight minutes and 49 seconds or 46 seconds or something like that. And it's like, like, oh no, I destroyed a life. Can I rebuild it? No, and he's gone. He's gone it's it's incredible how everyone gets so mad about like property being destroyed but we're destroyed they're we're destroying property because we're pissed even though it's not it's not black people instigating the destroyed property it's everyone who's supporting because they're just as fed up they're just like hey we're fed up too even though there's some people who are kind of getting a high off of it that's the scary side of protesting
1: yeah i've definitely seen um like for instance, when I was in Santa Cruz and was walking through the crowd, Santa Cruz doesn't really have that many Black people, you know. So it's like when I first showed up, it was it was really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, was really uncomfortable because like I saw people with like all lives matter signs and like people who were like calling out, but it was all like all cops are bad and like fuck the police. And I was like, okay, but you guys, we actually have um, like messages that we do need to get across that are not all just fuck the police, you know, like mm-hmm. actually are here for a purpose other than just for you to shout, really, you know? Yeah. Later as as more people started showing up, we started getting more black people. We started getting more people of color and actually like moving towards um, the stage. So we actually like walked all the way down and they had a like speaker set up and a DJ and food and everything. Um, And it was open mic so you could come and they were letting people, like they were letting black people like just express themselves and they had some artists in there. Um, But on the way over, I'm walking And there's one other Black woman and she's walking with her daughter, who's, uh, I'll say like maybe seven. And these two uh, white girls are walking like a little behind us and they're like, oh, we should start writing. Wouldn't that be so fucking funny? Yeah. Like, fuck these pigs, fuck the police. And I'm like, okay, there's a kid like walking right in front of you. And I just like, I just looked back at them and I was like, like, this is not what we're here for, you know, because- you are so eager to start shit, but your bodies are not going to be the first on the line. They're yeah. you're not going to be the people who are targeted for this violence. And you're not going to be the ones that have to suffer the consequences. And like, I looked at them and they like, they shut up and they moved away. But I'm like, why are you here? If that's just your purpose is to like, just trash your own city, like, why yeah. are you here? And you know, the little girl was, like, looking back, like, wh- like worried, because, I mean, can you imagine you're walking in a big crowd of people, there's not that many other Black people around, and all of a sudden, like, you hear people cursing behind you, and, like, laughing and joking, and she's, like, no, baby, like, this is a sad time, we're here in mourning,
0: yeah,
1: and I was, like, you guys not get how serious this issue is for us, clearly you don't, it is literally life and death, yeah,
0: yeah, people, there are there are those who literally show up to big crowds just to have fun. To have fun, and it's this isn't Coachella, and this isn't your this isn't Pride. Like, and don't get me wrong, like I love Pride, but there are, there are fucking fakes that go to, go to these things, and they're not even there to really celebrate gay LGBTQ lives. Like, they're there to just party it up, get fucking drunk, and then hopefully have you know incoherent sex later
1: <laughs> ooh well, we <laughs> clumsily grind my body against yours baby yeah,
0: take poppers and all that shit but like yeah like people will sometimes show up to crowds with the wrong mentality even though they think it, they're doing the right thing by just being present and that's that's not it like you have to understand your rep- representation of being there and how to and enhance the message and embellish the message so that way you know black lives matter we're here in unification because black lives matter not because you want to go destroy fucking windows and like get fucking high off the fact that you can destroy shit and not get punished later for it because that's on that's on black people's heads later like yes. if i'm walking down the street. And then like, I'm by a business and the business owner gets fucking freaked out and they call the cops on me. And they're like, well, you were out in the protest and you're black. So I'm going to assume that you're going to do same, same thing to this person's business. It's like, it's that, or it's even like, well, you guys were thugging out in those protests. What makes you think that you're not going to thug out when you're by yourself? It's like, why am I getting blamed for this?
1: Exactly.
0: Why isn't Becky down the street not getting blamed for this? And she's in like, basically like riot prep preparedness gear over there. Like it's 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 one of those things that it's like, don't go to a protest if you're just trying to get high off the fact that you can get away with shit because like you're, no one's tracking what you're doing. There's so many people and there's so much chaos. Like go to the protest because you're there to hold the line and you're there to say that black lives matter and my life will not matter until theirs does. Yeah, my um experience in the San Jose protests that when I went on the 29th was very heartbreaking and very traumatizing, uh, to say
1: the least. I I feel like there's very few um, Black people in America who can say that they've, like, had interactions with the police that didn't have some level of trauma. You know, even if you, um, you know, didn't get that ticket or you, you know, drove away safe, there's still an element of like that could have gone sideways so fast and nobody, like aside from my direct family, really nothing would have happened to the police officers that weren't acting according to the law. And I think that's really what people don't understand. Everybody's like, oh, you know, not all police are bad, but the problem is we don't prosecute the individuals that are not abiding the law.
0: Yeah. Those cops who killed George Floyd should have been arrested a long ass time ago without these protests.
1: And not only that but say you do have a police officer who what gets suspended they are still most likely going to keep their pension they're going to be able to continue working in some sort of law enforcement capacity. Maybe they're off the streets but they're in their desk job and that doesn't help because then the next cop who comes across with paperwork and they're sitting at that desk, they could bury it or they let it slide and the problem doesn't ever get solved.
0: Right. No, it doesn't like, you know, it was fucking incredible. Police chief said that Jared U.N. San Jose PD's um, cop celebrity during these
1: George Floyd process. Oh my God. Um, the licking the lips guy
0: yeah like he he didn't treat us like like civilians he fucking treated us like targets like like i i'm so
1: swearing at the crowd like those videos i those videos are incredible to watch
0: that's so incredible like how do you not get fucking fired how do you not get fucking fired if i were to spew shit like that at my job and my boss saw me saying, saw me saying shit like, well, this fucking person and this fucking person and like, shut
1: up, this
0: person. or if I went up to somebody, and told them to shut the fuck up because I wasn't agreeing with them. I would have been fired. The only fans are butts. If a teacher goes off on a kid and that kid is being a little badass, little motherfucker in that class, but the teacher goes off on them, that teacher's fired. A health professional will probably who will goes off on a on a fucking patient fired, dude. Yeah, this guy not fired, suspended. No, not even suspended. He was just taken
1: off. Yeah, like I said, he's taken off his (laughs) (laughs) job.
0: Like you are, you're supposed to be serving your community and protecting. Your community, you're sworn in to protect and act professional under these compromising situations, but instead was belittling and cursing and threatening us. Not to, like, don't get me wrong. I, all the cops there, this is what the cops should have done. They should have said, We understand that you're angry and you guys are upset. We want you guys to leave Santa Clara Street you can continue protesting at the city hall. That's what should have happened. It's like, we get it, you can protest, please proceed to city hall. I think that would have been a logical solution. Or any
1: open plaza.
0: There might've been resistance, don't get me wrong, but that should have been something. But instead of saying like, they were saying shit like, I am this person of this police, this is an unlawful assembly please move along or this will happen. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like even the people who were just politely and, and peacefully protesting at city hall, they also got shot. They were there the whole time. They were not even on Santa Clara street. They all got shot as well.
1: I mean, you want to talk about, um, peaceful protests. You could bring up Derek Sanderlin. Um, which he's a Black activist in San Jose, and he actually trains police departments um, on racial bias. And he was there, and he was shot by the same department that he trains, which I think is um, incredibly telling and mind-boggling. Here's a man who you know, like on a personal level, And they were targeting areas of the body that would do the most damage. They're targeting people's faces. In his case, um, they targeted his groin Mm -hmm. and they were at such a close range that there's a possibility that he won't be able to have kids.
0: Yeah. They took away his fucking livelihood because some asshole decided to shoot him in the fucking nuts fuck that person whoever did that and then not to mention like you know Derek Sanderlin who does non bias training with the cops like this is the thing that really fucking irks me like the day after the 29th protest on the on May 29th um
1: that's when that happened it was during that protest
0: San Jose (laughs) San Jose PD had the fucking nerve to release a video stating like this is how we do non bias training and we have a black reverend to come in and motivate all of our new recruits because to show that we don't shoot black people but that's okay we still might shoot hispanic people that's fine and that's not actually what they said but that's basically what was going on like it's like i'm just ugh. It's like, do not, that is some fucking propaganda, by the way. It's like, how fucking dare you have that fucking display on the 29th and then release a video saying, we're angels. We go through all the training. Like we do all of this. And not to mention that one of the city officials, the day after the day after the fucking protest, she, instead of being like acknowledging what's going on, you know what she fucking did? here's a tour of San Jose. These are my favorite parts of San Jose. Let's go ahead and drive by King Street. I love Tully. And everyone's fucking mother who's lived here in San Jose is like, no one fucking likes Tully and King Street. No one fucking likes those areas. People speed, it's dangerous. And also all the houses are all fucking run down. Don't fucking tell me that these are your favorite parts of San Jose, you fucking lying ass bitch who probably lives in the Alum Rock Hills. Like, give me a fucking- (laughs) Bruh. Like, no accountability in that fucking pencil. And then- yeah, sorry, I can go on. There's so much shit that would happen. So, yeah, going to that council meeting and like hearing all the things that were going on, and like, of course, I spoke and I was so shook from the 29th that like I almost cried over the phone. Yeah. Um, after, he, oh, yeah, Sam Licardo pulled a publicity stunt as well. Like, he went out to the protesters and kneeled before them and only stayed out there for three minutes. He goes, I'm here, you, I am listening. I hear you, I'm listening. You know what he does? He goes back to his office and tells everybody in the city of San Jose during the, during the council meeting. And he says, I'm not going to defund the police.
1: Uh,
0: I'm not going to defund the police. I'll do racial equity you know, procedures, but I'm, I'm not going to defund the police. And I'm like, so you're not going to touch that lovely, lovely thick ass budget of the police because you're an ex-police officer. And you're not going to, you're not going to funnel any of that money towards any of those title one schools in San Jose. There's plenty of them. There's plenty of title one schools in San Jose. You're not going to go, you're going to, probably fund some of that money towards tiny homes, but also at the same time, you forget that homeless people who will need to thrive in those tiny homes will need something more than just a home. They're gonna need rehabilitation and therapy.
1: Yeah. I think what, did uh, the mayor of San Jose like propose the exact opposite? Yeah. Of yeah. defunding the police, right? He was like, uh instead we're going to take budgets away from like outreach programs and put them yeah. into uh training. Yeah. I'm like And expanding.
0: Are you fucking crazy? Like I out of all this conversation, you're not gonna fund the problem here. You're not gonna acknowledge that you're that the lovely people of San Jose, how much of their taxes go towards these fucking officers that you're not going to actually cut some of the budget. Jared U.N. should not be making over 100K a year. Should not. For how he belittles his fucking community.
1: I mean, and even if you're looking at how resources are spent in this city, you have a whole unit that popped up in full riot gear. You got what bullets. You got gas for all your cars. You got the armor. You have... You know the training that goes into that that's a lot of money and then you look at our hospitals and our nurses and the equipment that they are having to use
0: yeah nurses and healthcare providers are having to reuse their equipment they're having to beg people who own 3d printers to print them out fucking equipment because their city doesn't have the budget for them to thrive like Hospitals are supposed to have a lot of grant money. Where the fuck is it? Why are you not supplying your staff? Where is it going? Where is all this money going? And what are you guys like making contracts with these with these grant companies, grant organizations? Like what what are the conditions? It's like, "Oh, here's all the money to make your facility pretty, but we don't use that money to give people people, you know, appropriate equipment." Like what are you doing?
1: So a lot of those, um, when you're putting money back into your community, a lot of them are kind of like front companies for people who are wealthy so that you can get tax breaks. Because I noticed like the roads here are even fucking oh, shit.
0: The roads are fucking garbage. You know how many fucking pit holes I've had to avoid?
1: But yet you have all of these huge, you know, like Fortune 500 companies that are here You know, this is Silicon Valley. You have all of these tech companies that are here and everybody's uh, cutting checks. Everybody's doing whatever they need to do to protect their pocket, protect their money. And at the end of the day, that money is not getting put back into the communities like it's supposed to be. No. I think um, this is uh, also contributing factor to why things here are so dysfunctional like they've always been dysfunctional I just don't think people um have been looking at it as clearly as they are now or who can see it as clearly as they can now
0: yeah yeah no it's just really fucking disappointing like it there's so many decisions that were made here that like the two two of the easiest decisions that should have been made were the police are like we didn't know what to do, but you're professionals and you should have known what to do during these crowds and during these compromising times. This is not your first fucking rodeo. This is not your first fucking protest. There's women's protests. There's black lives matters protests all the time. There's fucking festivals where people are acting like fucking animals. Like you should know what to fucking do. And they're going to say like, we didn't know what to do with these black matter pro like these black lives matter, protesters, rioters or whatever they want to fucking label us, label us as that's bullshit. They should have known what to do in these compromising situations and they should have done better. And then the second easy thing that they should have done is fire Jared Yuen. No if ands, or fucking buts. Anybody who would have acted the way that he would have acted on the job, on the clock, and still collects a paycheck the way that he was acting, they, they would have been fired, but not him. For some reason, not him. <laughs> confused. I'm so confused.
1: You're not confused. You're pissed the fuck off.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just it's just irresponsible. It's just really fucking irresponsible. And it's like <laughs> the whole thing is so irresponsible. And you know, the only person who responded to me about that guy is one is one is one. Not all of them. Just one city official, and he only responded to me because he's Asian American. He said. That how this man acted is inappropriate and appropriate measures should be taken AK fire him don't give him his pensions he's done
1: yeah i think recognizing publicly that somebody has acted in a way that's inappropriate when it's super fucking obvious that it's inappropriate is not a step forward yeah and it's sad that we can't even get that sometimes The whole like "Blue Lives Matter" movement is literally gaslighting and is literally saying that like, "Oh no, they're they're acting fine."
0: Blue Lives Matter is so it's so full of shit because like at the end of the day, that cop can take off their uniform. Sorry, I can't strip the blackness off of my skin. You can't give me enough bleach, bitches. The black will not come off. Black is black is black. Black is black is black. Bitch, <laughs> <You count> I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, it's like, I can go into, like a cop can go into a restaurant without his uniform and blend right the fuck in. But me, I walk in and someone knows that I'm something.
1: Hey, you something. You
0: something. You got the hair. Mm-hmm. Something. Mm-hmm. Like Something. All over your whole face.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I just like I didn't even know that um the training program to be a police officer was so loose.
0: Oh, totally, because they need more people, because everyone doesn't want to be a cop.
1: <laughs> but I just think it's funny because I'm like, you at the same point have all of these veterans who have been trained mm-hmm. and who are looking for jobs and who are like perfectly <laughs> suited for this position. Oh, <sighs> yep. wow. it just makes me yeah
0: sad. i know i said we were going to talk about it later but i think already i'm done fuming about san jose
1: fume like, anyway okay
0: so real quick uh some fishy things going on with the minnesota freedom fund since yes, then started in uh, minnesota well this wave of protesting started in minnesota uh congratulations to making 35 million but something's going on. They only paid out two hundred, two hundred thousand, and everyone's like, "Well, we raised three, 35 million. How come you're not bailing out more people? What's going on?" So there's
1: something fishy going on. Right, bitch, but I have my money. But you really pull up
0: yeah. And I was actually thinking about donating to that, to that organization. But after I heard that the money's not being spent fast, like I'm not saying spent fast enough, because I'm sure there has to be some sort of research that needs to be done before bailing out rioters and whatnot. But I'm still really confused why so little in ratio to the amount that was made is being spent.
1: True. Um, I think a lot of what I'm saying is like the best way if you really want to impact like the movement is to do it as locally as possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Donate to organizations that are in your city. You know, it's a lot easier to track somebody down when you know that you're donating to somebody down the street. Um, volunteer if you can, if you can't, you know, where if you, Are not in a position to monetarily donate, donate your time. You know, a lot of these reforms only happen because people speak up. People think city officials like have endless resources. They really don't. And it's really easy to overwhelm them. Like, even just if four people are calling in a day or sending emails in a day, five people calling in a day and talking about the same issue um, is enough, really, to like disrupt their whole day Mm -hmm. so i really um think and that's just like it's we have google you can google who your officials are you can google who your mayor is you can google who your representatives are um and that's something that is like so important to do um vote people like your voice does matter Mm -hmm. um i'm not you know big on the whole bipartisan System that we have set up now, I think that's going to be the next thing that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because uh, it it just doesn't work, and it's just a money game. And we can see clearly how voting um, just because of what party you belong to doesn't mean that that person is going to have the values that you necessarily agree with. No party is gonna have everything you know what i mean i think people yeah. really need to start looking at the individuals
0: well they've been going like their their values have been shifting over the years like a for example like a republican was not the same in
1: the flopping asses
0: yeah, and same thing with democrats like democrats were not viewed the same like it's always like this dumb dumb discourse of it's evil it's evil or it's blue versus red. And we forget about the in-betweens like, Hey, these people also have quality.
1: Not only that, but why would you split your nation like this? You're literally encouraging hate with every election.
0: I mean, well, that's how our nation was started. Right. It's. Yeah.
1: But we are trying to change that shit. Are we not?
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, we totally are. Like they thought like, Oh, we're going to bring over all the people who hate England. We're going to put them all in America. And then, oh look, here's our friendly neighbors, the Native Americans. And the Native Americans are like, "What the fuck are you
1: doing here? Uh, right, y'all on the <laughs> wrong continent. This is not India. Stop calling us Indians."
0: Yeah, like this is not India. You do not have
1: the spices that you <laughs> like, are looking you guys, for.
0: So you guys are dark like Indians. Um, and it's like, but you don't. If you don't know where India is, then you can't say to look like Indians. Oh God. So no, but like it's been a whole whole ordeal about like dividing people. Like we're here for freedom, but we're gonna divide ourselves from this group and we're gonna make that other group pay hell. Like it's always been like that. And whether if it's a racial thing or political like party thing, like it's always happened like that. Same thing with like the slave trade, bring in slaves thinking that they're not human and then we actually finally stand up for ourselves and say, Hey, we're human too. Oh, okay. That's nice. But guess what? You're going to be systemically um, imbalanced. So that means like we still get all the favors and you guys get nothing that's equal because you were supposed to feed into our luxury. And now that you're not feeding into our luxury and business, you guys have to suffer.
1: So I feel like um, now is a good time to actually talk about Juneteenth up <laughs> you wanna... um uh, i've been seeing a lot of things going around uh where people are uh i think it was kamala harris and mm-hmm. i could bring it in. i know i posted this earlier read this article where they're trying to make juneteenth a national holiday okay which would be incredible so for people who don't know um Juneteenth is a holiday celebrating the emancipation of people who are enslaved, Black people who are enslaved in the United States. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the problem is that once a law is passed in the United States way back in the day, it didn't mean that that law was... Followed universally throughout the state, so federal government passed it down. But then it takes time to go through state by state. Texas was the last state, and um, they were holding out basically because they wanted to get another crop season in, and they were Man. pretty much just holding onto their slaves as long as they could.
0: Yeah, it's like, but we, you don't understand. We still got to run our business. Well, that's nice. You got to pay them. What? We never paid these, uh, and you know what the words that they probably used back then. <laughs> no, but that's the whole point. It's like we we already had something good here with this free labor. Don't fuck it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. So all right. The the um, the original proclamation was announced in Galveston, Texas, June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five, proclaiming that all slaves are free. Mm-hmm. So now. You have a proclamation, but that doesn't mean that it's followed, right? And this proclamation happened two years after Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. Mm -hmm. And this was right after what, you have the American Civil War ending. And that's why they said the enforcement was so slow. They had to send an army down to Texas. To get them to make this proclamation and to follow this proclamation. This is why it's such a big deal
0: mm-hmm.
1: that Juneteenth is passed. And a lot of people aren't taught about Juneteenth in school. They teach about Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. But when, like, do you remember when the first time you heard about Juneteenth was?
0: I heard about Juneteenth during my first Juneteenth gig with Rafa four to five years ago. Didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what I was doing. I thought it was another event like Kwanzaa. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't understand what was going on. As I told my mom earlier, because they don't teach these things in American public school, the only thing I learned was um, that I was taught that Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King Jr. cured racism. And everyone lives happily ever after. The end. We're all together. I can hold hands with a white man.
1: Yay.
0: Yay. That deserves like the background, like kids saying yay.
1: Yay. Um, I didn't really experience Juneteenth um, until I was actually living in Texas. Go figure. So about eight years ago, um, like... Juneteenth is actually celebrated. The people come out with their garb and their food. And like, Texas, you got it. Like, they're, they're real big on their history. I got to hand it to them. Uh, I was in San Antonio, which <sighs> home of the Alamo for y'all. that
0: yeah, I don't know.
1: Been- I literally had like three different courses in college in which it was mandatory to take a tour of the Alamo. I'm so tired of the Alamo. (laughs) (laughs) So tired of the Alamo, but I can say one of the good things that came out of going um, to one of those tours of the Alamo is uh, I happened to be going um, around the Juneteenth and they had an entire um, exhibit dedicated to Juneteenth. They had, people reenacting there was this one woman swear to bob so powerful and uh, she gave a whole speech pretty much from the perspective of a newly freed woman back in the day it was amazing and then they also had like clothing that was on display um i'll have to look her up i forget the the name of the woman, but she made basically, um, she was not being served clearly because people were racist back in the day. Um, They wouldn't like give clothes or allow black women to buy quality clothes. And so she would make her own dresses and she got enough money together to buy material to make her own dress. And this was like the first Juneteenth when she was like legally allowed to go into the stores and she bought material, this white material and she stitched her own dress and it's it's beautiful. And it still exists today. Mm. So like that dress is incredible and they have it. Um, I forget which museum, I think it probably goes on tour. Probably one of those pieces that makes it around but I got the opportunity to go see it during this exhibit and it was incredible just to, um, See the history and hear about it. I I am very privileged, um, just my family being the way it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I got to hear stories from my grandparents. My grandmother grew up in the South. You know, like the oldest of thirteen children, she grew up in a time where homes were places were still segregated.
0: Yeah.
1: And I got to hear those stories from her. um, And I got to hear it from a place where she was a homeowner. She and my grandfather, you know, they owned their house in Seaside. They had been living there 40 years. You know, so for her to be able to tell me these stories and see where she she was able to get an education, she was a nurse, she was an educator afterwards. So for her to be able to tell me, like literally, when she was a child, schools were not integrated. She wasn't allowed to go to the same school mm-hmm. as um, white people, and then on top of that, being a woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't think people realize that the timing is not as far off as we think
0: it's really not that far like
1: ruby bridges my niece who's gonna be eight soon um did a book report and she performed she did a book report for me via zoom of course mm-hmm. um about ruby bridges and gave me 10 facts about ruby bridges uh some of which i was like i didn't even know i was so proud of her um but it's so strange you know, hearing all these facts and it really like put things in perspective for me because she was telling me like ruby bridges uh is 65 this year for y'all who don't know who ruby bridges is um ruby bridges is the first african-american child to um desegregate all white schools um mm-hmm. back in the sixty. yeah
0: it was around 1960 in november
1: and what in new orleans mm-hmm. yeah in Louisiana, she went to William France elementary school, and she had to be escorted um, because people grown grown as men and women gathered in front of this elementary school to spit on her to throw rocks at her mm-hmm. all because she wanted to go to school
0: yeah, it's fucking incredible how spiteful people are because they just Cannot stand to see something so beautiful.
1: I think literally, uh, I think she's maybe like one or two years older than my mom.
0: She's 65 years old. 65. That's like. That's 15 years older than my mom. Oh, yeah, mama young. Oh, yeah, my mom. <laughs> uh, she's like, I'm old. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I'm old. Uh, But no, really, though. Like she's sixty-five, and it's like it's crazy that that happened in our lifetime. In our lifetime. Oh, so yeah, I I can't believe. And it's the same thing. Like the trend is, it's always going to be full-grown-ass people who are going to be chastising, you know, anybody that is like. a disapproving standard to them like think about all of the black kids who've been called who have had the police called on them because of some disturbed black la- or some disturbed white lady excuse me or remember remember um uh what was her fucking name? They called her, I think they called her something Patty, police Patty or something like that. But it was this lady who was calling the cops on this little girl who was selling, I think she was selling water. And she was like, you don't have a permit for that. You don't have a permit. Permit Patty. Permit Patty. That's who it was. Yeah. And she's like, I'm a grown ass lady calling the cops on these kids because they don't have a fucking permit. I'm like, dude,
1: I'm like, bitch, was anybody calling the police on you when you had your little rinky ass lemonade stand that you probably had back in the day with flies and the goddamn ice cubes and shit? No. Like let these kids live. They're children.
0: <laughs> Remember those like fundraiser chocolates? Did yes. ask you for a permit for those fundraiser chocolates? Good God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no one asked for anybody for a permit for this fundraiser chocolates there was a guy at my high school who was selling candy we all had that guy who was selling candy in our high school but we had that guy and no one asked him for a permit none of the teachers asked him for a permit snack bar you want to know why no one asked him for a permit or he got expelled or suspended or nothing because he's a white boy
1: because he's a
0: white boy anybody else who was trying to give out some free shit like just some free candy like they got in trouble by the fucking principal i'm like why are you fucking i was i was so mad it's like why are you fucking like attacking all the islander boys or the black boys from the football team if they're selling candy but yet yeah, you're gonna let this fucking white boy run around with a full gym bag full of sweets are you kidding me he's gonna give us cavities a
1: full gym bag full of sweets
0: a full-ass gym bag and then if Nate's actually fucking listening to this episode- I love now, Nate. <laughs> dude, He was you're a fucking hustler, dude, but you know why your ass didn't get in trouble. You know why your ass did not get in trouble. <laughs> Lol. Your God. Oh, he was a fucking staple, dude. I wasn't even mad.
1: <laughs> not even mad.
0: I don't think I bought shit from him because I was so broke. <laughs>
1: right? I was like, hmm oh my god Poor.
0: yeah like no it's really sad and then there was another I forgot what the other event was called but the the high school students who who tried to go to school and they were stopped the first time
1: uh what you talking about the Little Rock Nine yeah it was the group of children in Little Rock Arkansas who had to be escorted yeah by the feds yeah, because... Little
0: Talk 9, because the first day that they tried to go to school, like, they were all stopped. They were stopped by the fucking local police. And then they were yeah. able to be escorted, like, what I think it was, like, the next day or next week after. In yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Like, how, it's so incredible how people are, how white people are that selfish that they just can't stand the fact that a black person can not succeed because there's supposed to be a sad story. There's supposed to be a lost cause. And then the moment that we start coming up in the world that they get offended.
1: So I think it was really um, interesting. I saw an article that really laid this out because I get a lot of things in my feed line from your, my timeline, people who are like, Oh, um, like, it's actually easier to be Black because you're getting handouts or no, you know, you're going to be uh, hired over me just because you're Black, affirmative action, blah, blah, blah. I saw this article was talking about um, a woman who was buying her first home and her realtor was asking, oh, who's going to help with her down payment? You know, yeah. families are not going to be gifting her. She was like, you know, we allow, I think they allowed up to like 100K to be gifted from family. And she was just like, uh, nobody in my family has just like 50 to 100K to just pop up. Like I'm paying for this house by myself. I've had to work to get this money together. And people don't understand that is the, the advantage that you have. You may not be the top 1%, Mm -hmm. you yourself may not you yourself personally may not even be wealthy Mm -hmm. or rich but you have family you can fall back on there are certain things that are going to come easier to you just on the fact that you are not having to actually fight against the tide
0: oh you know how many people I I've interacted with where they're like oh well if shit hits the fan I could just move back in with my parents
1: I'm like, your parents have a house? Incredible.
0: Oh, you're you're two grand in debt and your dad just paid for it?
1: Incredible. Your parents are paying for college? Incredible. Incredible. Eye rolls.
0: (laughs) That's That's what just happened. There were so many eye rolls. But yeah, that's what was my college experience is I met the fucking privileged-ass kids Who had parents do shit for them? One time a kid came home with a fucking full salmon, and they're like, My parents paid 50 bucks for this for me to have this meal. And he ate the salmon in one sitting. I'm like, That's $50 of fish, dude.
1: I'm real jealous. And your mom, oh, and their mom paid, and that
0: mom of that person paid for their groceries every week. I'm like, You're not, you're not, this is not independence, dude. Like, you, you're fucking, <laughs> I was like, you're a pussy. Like, my whole
1: face. My. You're
0: not, you're not surviving. You're a fucking pussy. Like you can't, like I'm sitting here and I have to walk my ass to a grocery store, like budget $50 for two weeks.
1: Oh. I'm sitting here eating. I'm like, how much was that vegan cheese, bro? Oh,
0: <laughs> vegan I cheese like $8. I don't have to budget that vegan <laughs> cheese. <laughs> well but in college though it's like it's it's so ridiculous how like so many people can fall back onto their parents if shit gets hard or if they're like I only have one dollar a week to spend I'm like shut up I have like minus 23 dollars in my account and I'm hoping the bank doesn't do an overdraft fee like
1: Like, so not even that but how many of y'all have done some shady shit and got away with it just because they weren't looking for you
0: basically
1: you know what i'm saying like so what even if you were poor even if you were hustling the reason why you are not in bars right now is because you are not part of that school to prison pipeline because they're not looking out for you because you're not black
0: yeah one out of three black guys incarcerated
1: and like it, it i think that really the next step ought to be like anybody who is in jail right now over some weed you need to you owe them you owe them some shit um right about now funk soul <laughs> brothers immediately you got I'll,
0: I'll fucking administratively go through all those fucking files myself it's like oh weed charge weed charge weed charge cannabis marijuana mary jane pulled over found marijuana release them all put them back in society give them their voting rights are you fucking kidding me all the vallejo white boys are like still out and about and still making money making more money than a, like a standard black man who has not gotten in trouble
1: not the they vallejo know. white boys <laughs> not the valley oh, of- i'm so mad <laughs> <laughs> I- oh She's like, all you Palmdale crackers.
0: Basically, I'm just, yeah, but like, yeah, like gifting, getting family gifts to buy your first fucking house. Are you serious? That is ridiculous. Unless you're trying to live next to Beyonce, that should not be a standard or a requirement for buying a home ever.
1: Well, no, not only that, but let's like, uh, take it even further. How much money can you get that is tax exempt that is considered a gift from family? in a year I am lucky
0: if my mom even pays for my fucking auto insurance dude and she'll do it once every blue moon without any warning she goes like oh this is for you baby and then like that's it I don't hear from her for like three bucks
1: boggles boggles the mind it does
0: if I came up to my mom like hey I need 50 grand she would laugh at me fucking Uh, laugh at me
1: my mom told me I need to come help her um, Like with her lights, she needs me to go screw in a light bulb. My mom is, uh, so I don't know if I have like put this out there or not. My mom is in recovery. She spent the majority of her years now using, she's like, it's about to get to the point where she has more time clean than she has had using which is great. that's um, like coming up on 20 years. So huzzah, congratulations, mom. But the time that she did spend using pretty much like stunted her professional growth, her emotional growth. Um, she does not function that well as an adult. I can say that mm-hmm. as her child, as someone who loves her and has lived with her. Um, I can say that 100%. My mom's a hoarder. Her apartment is dangerous. And she has a lot of shame around the fact that her apartment is, like, I can't even say messy. Her, Her apartment is, oh my God. Like, I think she has an entire unopened like vacuum cleaner in a QVC box buried somewhere under like piles of laundry and every time I visit her like I try my best to clean but it's exhausting um like when I visit her I at least make sure that just her fur is cleaned out yeah she's had issues where like she's tripped and fallen she lives in a studio apartment by the way like in mm-hmm. Marina um and she's too embarrassed to let the landlords come fix shit because mm-hmm. she doesn't want them seeing how she lives. So she'll call me whenever anything goes wrong. And right now it's like, there's a light bulb that's out. Well, you're in a studio apartment. If there's only like two or three lights, that means your your chances of injuring yourself at night are now significantly higher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If something breaks, like I think she broke um was it like the the back to the toilet seat or something really things that are you would normally just get fixed same day right away like you're waiting weeks for me to come visit you to fix something and um yeah I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I got to go help my mom figure that shit out. What you thing
0: saying is like not, all, not all of us have the privilege to have parents to fall back on. Yeah, what not
1: all of us happens. have privileges um, like that. My mom is not somebody that I can fall back on. You know what I mean? I spent a lot of my life taking care of her and like, sad to say it, but it's really stunted my own personal growth. And that's something that I'm coming to grips with now. You know, I'm going to be 30 next year. And I'm just now like really trying to get my whole self together
0: Mm -hmm.
1: to be independent on my own and to really make sure that I'm good, (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, 100%. My mom like has the knowledge and these skills to not be living the way that she does Mm-hmm. And so I, I really have to come to grips with like, like it is not my responsibility to be her parent. <sighs> that shit's hard. Yeah. Yeah, no,
0: yeah. exactly. Um, No. And that's the whole thing is like a lot of black kids have a lot of unstable parents, whether if, if it's, if it's like the de- parents are f- suffering through depression or dementia or mental illness or something going on, you know, like parents or can't. So the difference of like us having opportunities through our parents, like other
1: white kids do. And also where your communities like targeted and ravaged by yeah. the government over and over and over the whole war on drugs when it's like okay but who introduced those drugs to our communities in the first place
0: yeah so we're already at the disadvantage because drugs have always been planted on us like it's just this whole thing it's this whole war on on a group of people who all they wanted to do was just live we didn't do anything we were stolen we were abused we finally we We were finally like our, our our rights we were finally free, but still like people who were upset the fact that they were free because it impacted their business and of luxury or whatever they were selling off of their plantations and farms still right. wanted to see you us have
1: your earth. wealth off the blood of my ancestors.
0: And then people were so mad that like what they did to us is so awful then. And they still wanted to keep us at such a low bar instead of being like, Hey, we fucked up. Here's some opportunities. They're like, Hey, we still don't think you, you guys are shit. So or we still think you guys ain't shit. So here's some crack cocaine. Here's some drugs. Let's put you all together in a community. So we know where you guys are all at. So that way we can keep planting shit on you guys.
1: Oh, I mean, you really want to like oh, look at prison reform. Uh, if you really want to look at how
0: in- you don't succeed,
1: how black you know drugs that are normally associated normally associated with uh, black communities or Hispanic communities, crack cocaine is a different level than just cocaine. Yeah. In terms of time, in terms of punishment. <sighs> yeah. Oh, and then you have the opioid crisis, and look how that was handled. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Because opium, you know, so much different.
0: So much different. So, can I move into some anime stuff?
1: Yeah, let's get out. Uh, so, um,
0: couple things. So, or just one thing mostly. So there's a show called that everyone I hope knows about, uh, my hero academia.
1: Ooh, I just watched that hentai.
0: <laughs> Stop. It's, it's really good. It's, it's basically like X-Men, but it's anime. Um, it's really good. But what's really nice is that they do have black voice actors. um, so I, if I were to read them out, one guy's name is, oh, what's his name? Oh, I'm blanking on his name already. But he plays the voice as Hawks, who is introduced into, I believe, one of the movies. And he is, his name is Zeno Robinson. And then there is a Black woman. Her name is... Oh, I'm going to totally screw it up. So I'm going to, Oh, it's Ana our Reese, And she uh, does the voice of Mer- Mirko, who is kind of like a half rabbit um, mutant with like, With I don't know what her quirk is. Cause I haven't seen that season yet, but uh, she's also a black voice actor doing that show. And then they also, uh, there was one more guy, but right now it's the case between these two. So, She got the role and then when people heard her voice for the character, everyone was upset. Why? Because she didn't sound like a black girl.
1: Okay, what are black girls supposed to sound like?
0: Exactly. So here's the thing, everyone. So I don't sound like what whatever your definition of a black girl is. And it's really disappointing how no one's ready for the conversation that black girls are dynamic.
1: Ew, <laughs> rolls. Uh, like I don't. You're not that Urban Dictionary definition. You know you ain't got them snaps in the head rolls and the not, uh no you didn't.
0: Part two. You're not Tiffany Pollard. You're not all the girls from Flavor of Love.
1: But also, we're not from the South. <laughs> like.
0: Yeah, so everyone was like, I'm so disappointed with her voice. I wanted something to be better. Blah, 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 sad, sad, sad. And I'm like, wow. Like, I was literally, I was really upset seeing that. And then luckily, Zeno Robinson saw the comments because he voices a white character. Um, But it's really cool to see that he voices him um but he also stuck up for her he's like i'm getting praises left and right to voice this character but you guys are totally shaming this black girl you guys do not care about black women
1: noir, baby
0: noir, indeed um anywho but yeah so that's what's kind of going on but like this woman has a lot of support through a lot of women on twitter and they're like kind of calling out everybody who's bashing on her voice uh she has a very well-developed um uh, career so far so like basically I think she did the voice of one of the Pokemon characters as well so it's not like one of those things that she's like oh I'm so devastated by this blah 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 it's one of those things that she understands the community that she that she has to fight because she doesn't sound like a traditional or not traditional she just doesn't sound what their their meaning is for black
1: urban shouldn't sound urban enough <laughs> um bruh well, so not anime, but also the realm of black voice actors. There's going to be a Daria spinoff. Nice. Yes, yes. and Tracy Ellis Ross is going to voice Jody. Yay! Oh my gosh,
0: that will be fun.
1: Super! Like, I'm really excited because I, uh, I watch Daria constantly. It's one of the shows that I like just have on rewatch. It's just like Daria and Buffy the vampire slayer firefly all anything Joss Whedon is like constantly in my circuit um but yeah no Daria is one of those things that like I rewatch all the time so I'm really excited for this spinoff and it's going to be really exciting to see a grown-up Jody because she was fucking the shit in that show
0: yeah yeah that sounds like it's going to be fun I didn't really watch daria growing up, but um
1: watch it now as an adult that it'll heh, it, okay,
0: it hits different. Okay.
1: It hits real different. <laughs> sicker, sadder world, sicker, sadder world is legit news now. Like Tragic.
0: Yep. <laughs> um some other news. Uh J. Cole released a song which was pretty misogynistic which i'm pretty disappointed in he released a song about a girl at a pro like i i don't know what the exact lyrics are i didn't listen to it because i was getting such bad reviews that i was just like okay what's going on here so basically he was tripping about some girl at a protest and that he couldn't get her number or whatever the case may be um actually now that if i'm talking about this i should probably look it up
1: yeah i was gonna say we can't shit on a song you never heard all the way through. I, I looked at the lyrics. Okay. What, what were the lyrics? What's, what was it?
0: Oh, okay. So it wasn't the protest at all. He's just, he's just upset that she's not acknowledging him. And it's like, J. Cole, out of all the things that are going on in the world right now, this is what the, you're the most focused on, which is his most, crit, like the critic critiques of his song right now is that he's whining about a girl but I'm like J. Cole we just saw pictures of you at the protest can you rap about something about the protest can you at least say something about what's going on current day can you not worry about a girl right now and I think that was the the criticism mostly slightly talking out of my ass but that's what I heard but as a rebuttal no name comes out okay yeah because either he tried to date No Name and No Name's just like, no thank you.
1: Or like she- I, I love her.
0: Yeah, she's fucking amazing. Like her Lap rap thing that she has going on is is fucking fantastic. I just listened to that today. Yeah, Song 33 came out and then she's like, Dude, it's basically like a, th- a tweet like summed up the song perfectly. She, they were just basically like, hey, J. Cole, are you dumb? Like that's the the pr- <laughs> basically like the the summary of the song is nigga, are you dumb <laughs> like literally. Um, but yeah, it, the song's not that long. Um, I think it was like less than a minute long. But basically, she's just like, she's like, I saw a demon on my shoulder. It's looking like patriarchy, like scrubbing blood off the ceiling and bleaching another carpet. How is my how to how my house to get haunted? Um. You know, and she's talking about like all the girls that are missing. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, hey, can we talk about, you know, when can we talk about the people that are in trees? Because five people were found in trees after the protest, like, has the protests have been simmering down. Uh, when, you know, why
1: aren't we talking about George Floyd? And the- talks about all the trans women being murdered.
0: Yeah. But you just thought to write about me. And not the things that are going on right now? Like, can you not? So that's basically her saying, nigga, you fucked up. This ain't going to happen. But maybe next time, if you're going to rap about something, rap about what's going on now and what's important. Not about me rejecting your feelings.
1: You should have hopped on that E-40 train. You gave a <laughs> six turned- and an ounce. Yes! A <laughs> <of> space bitch.
0: <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, that's what basically the basics of that song was. Um... But yeah, she has a point, like, basically, I heard a guy being really creepy at a protest and trying to find his long-lost love. Gross. Yeah, like, his number to girls, and they're like, this is not the time and place right now to do this. I forgot that dumbass's name, but, like, he was Uh, out there, like, trying to get with, like, girls at a protest, and girls are like, stop. Are you fucking stupid? (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ um but yeah yeah like it, it it's just kind of like the whole narrative like there's more important things going on but you're gonna just think with your dick i guess and then no name came out and she's like my your dick ain't my problem i love her anyhow you have anything else to add my friend
1: um you've been watching any new shows
0: I finished Doro Hidora on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's really trippy. It's pretty cool. Um, I don't really know how to explain it, except it's like a really weird um, world where they have a lot of Alice in Wonderland motifs in it, but it's really about sorcerers. And people who are there's like a war between sorcerers and people who live in the thing called the hole. Who <laughs> people who are lesser than. So, yeah, it's it was really it. I got hooked. I was like, I didn't think I was gonna like it because, but the animation's beautiful. Um, Noy is my favorite character. She's Bay, um, and it's. Crazy, like you see a lot of things where you think like, oh, that character is gone for the rest of the series, but really they're not. So, and to top it all off, to showcase all anime tropes, there's a baseball episode, which is actually a really important
1: episode. <laughs> it it better be the most important. <laughs>
0: um But other than that, I've been kind of I finished Hoarders on Netflix. I just watched whatever season that they had on there. Um, I also saw five defy <laughs> five bloods defy
1: bloods Ooh, yes i yeah. haven't watched it yet but it's like
0: it was oh really good heart. i always enjoy a good spike lee film so it was fantastic um but it is also very sad they they really focus the attention on black soldiers during the vietnam war uh what time it took place the percentage of blacks who of black people who went out to the Vietnam war versus the percentage of white folk who went out to the Vietnam war. And also they talked about the Vietnamese experience too. So it was kind of like one of those things where they addressed the Vietnamese experience. Like what we did was fucked up, but also we sent out, we sent out soldiers who were still fighting for freedom.
1: And who did not get that freedom when they got back?
0: Yeah, and some of them, and some of them didn't make it back. Like they talked about a an eighteen year old soldier who jumped on top of a grenade, which is really sad.
1: Um, yeah, um, I, I watch a lot of those movies, and it's it's crazy how much more freedom sometimes these soldiers would have in war zones. You know, they're in whole other countries and they're getting treated like they're actual human beings and treated like they are people of note and like their accomplishments are meaningful. And then they come back to their own country and Mm -hmm. shat on. Mm -hmm. I always think those movies are really hard to watch, especially since, like, one of the only stable father figures I had in my life was a Vietnam vet who um had horrible ptsd i'm talking about like screaming in the night ptsd sleep sleepwalking um mm-hmm. and ultimately died due to complications of his injuries that he sustained over in vietnam agent orange is terrible yeah so Yeah, that always like all those movies always hit me real hard.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 rough. It's it's not an easy thing. It's not an easy time. Um, and we also forget like I didn't realize this, but the Vietnam War happened in the fifties.
1: Like my brain kept
0: telling me it was
1: before then. Right. We tend. I think that's like (laughs) kind of a slick thing America does with history because America itself is not that old so our history therefore is not that old our wars are still fairly recent but because of how like our media works Mm -hmm. and how our education works we tend to um like push the more traumatic events uh into the background and um not focus so much on like the timing. (laughs) yeah the timelines for how these events are happening or put significant more significance on um events that are happening further back like you'll probably learn more about the civil war than you will learn about the vietnamese wars or they'll teach all the wars at once Mm -hmm. and so but because they're focusing more on wars that are happening in an older time as we get older we're like oh yeah no, all these wars did they not all happen like around the same time was this not like world war (laughs) one Well
0: I know. It's like binge watch the world wars, right? They came right after yeah. each other. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, like it yeah, during the Vietnam War they they definitely emphasized like the whole thing, right? Like anybody who was who was in the military and black during that time, they were called they were called bloods because that was a sense of solidarity and like soldiers would actually be out there in the fields like instead of saluting each other, they would raise the fist in solidarity. Like, especially if you're, if, you're, if you're a commanding officer or whatever, your higher up officer comes by and they're black, they just show the fist. Like it, it wasn't even like a salute thing anymore. Um, but yeah, and during that time, that's also the time when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. So all of those black soldiers stuck in Vietnam and they hear about that, that assassination, you know, they, they're, they're devastated because they want to be with their families and they want to be with the people, their people because they're fighting a war that's not even about them. They really, they're like fighting a a war that America got themselves involved with but it's not about black people. It, It was about the white agenda. Anyhow, Um, I think we might be coming down to some closing notes. Um, Some things I wanna kind of just let people know. I have collected some statements from those who have protested. So I will be compiling those stories and hopefully have those published by the end of next week. Um, So that will be coming through. I got got some feedback from those who protested in Nevada, most parts in California some I will probably get some statements from those in Minnesota so stay tuned for that Kylie got any words
1: um no I was just thinking about how I started watching Parasite I'm going to continue watching Parasite have you seen it yet
0: yeah I watched it already can we talk about it next time
1: yes we can talk about it next time Um, I was also thinking uh, next time we got to talk about uh, the bombing of Black Wall Street because that shit is important. I agree. Alrighty.
0: Well, thanks for listening.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening.
0: Um, You have your girl Sometimes V and
1: Kylie Too Smart.
0: Uh, We will see you guys next time.
1: Bye. (laughs) (laughs) music